Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Nerd OD&D. This is part two of our Christmas special, Nerd OD&D A Christmas Chronicle. It's a festive themed one shot, one story from start to finish put together by our temporary DM Dave. Dottie actually gets to play this time. Part one of this short campaign was played over on our normal Nerd OD podcast feed and this is the second and concluding part. So if you haven't listened to part one yet, head over there now and give it a listen. You can also watch the full episode, including the full video, over on our Facebook page or our YouTube channel. So we'll continue where we left off. I was wondering whether to use Thunderwave to kill a couple of the bad guys, but also risking taking out two of my own crew. So let's see what I decided to do. The thing is, though, if, if you kill them... Oh, I only take half damage if I, if what if I'm successful at the constitution, at you get a constitution saving throw. Okay, my constitution if you don't, you literally wipe out half half my band. Well, Dan, just give one of them one of your inspirations. What's that? It's a bonus action, bardic inspiration. You give him a d6 on attack roll, saving throws, and something else. Yes. Okay. Yes, you do. Okay, you can use it a uh, number of times equal to your charisma bonus. Okay. okay, Daddy, thank you for that. I knew that. I'm really pleased that you said that for the for our listeners. Right. Thank you for that. So Appreciate I've got, that. I've got plus two charisma bonus, so I could give that to who's who's there. We've Miss. got um, Francoise and and Bono. Is that it? I'll be in the range. And Bono. Okay, so can I give that to both of them? And oh, then yeah. let's Bono. go for this. Oh, okay. <sighs> well, Bono, Bono, you've already got one, haven't you? You haven't yeah, used yours Bo- yet. Yeah, Bo- uh, Bono's already got his from yours, Daddy. Okay. So. So yeah, I'm so not entirely understanding this, but let's just be completely Go clear on it. it. So you guys have both inspiration, and then you roll. Okay, so you've got a good chance that you can avoid any damage, right? Yeah, no, you get half damage. Okay. Half, 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 half damage, yeah. Because Thunderwave okay. will always hit. So all right, so I'm rolling. Do you know what? Let's not do second level. I'm just doing first level. So <laughs> second, we'll have two second level. Wipe, wipe them out. Wipe okay. Them all right. Out. Fine. All right. I've rolled. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this. My constitution's only plus two. Right, so I've rolled a six, a seven, and an eight. So that's 21. 20, that's 21 points. So uh, Reg and Sean, we both need to make constitution. Down, right? right, so if I, I roll constitution. Wait, I'm rolling a constitution? Yeah, constitution um, saving throw. What's the difficulty now? Um, and we have a, 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 a D6 use, to go with it. You use the D6 once you've rolled. So I've rolled a... Team Constitution. Yeah, what's the target, Dan? Because it's your. Uh, what? What is that? What? what Eight is... plus your proficiency plus your uh, modifier. So. Constitution modifier. No, it'd be charisma, oh, I think, wouldn't it? Charisma. 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 It says I've got fifteen. Jesus. Uh, right. so plus two. So okay, your DC is twelve. Eight. So. So, so we need to. Yeah, so you need to, you need to roll twelve or more to take half damage. Okay. Right. Cool. Uh... <clears throat> oh, and they get plus. Oh, where's this? Let's me roll a six as well. <laughs> that's, that's, that's literally going to be life or death. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm... You told me to do uh, this. Thirteen. So, so does that mean I'm safe? Thirteen. I'm safe. You take half damage. You take it. You're half taking damage. ten points yeah. of damage here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Does that wipe out the back out? Is that the most important thing? Yeah. Hang on. Can I not roll that, that six as well? 
you've succeeded. You've succeeded, but you still take half damage. Alright. So we take 10 instead of 21. So, as I do Thunder Wave, I I also, I pull out my bagpipes, which I have, and I play Thunderstruck by ACDC for the Thunder Wave. And it's like... And then... If you'd have told me As that before, I'd have, Sorry, guys. I'd have more damage on top of that. Just for the <laughs> sheer wow factor. Uh, mm. Right, so uh, I think Thunder Wave also does some force, doesn't it? It also pushes or throws well, people away, doesn't it? Anyone who it hits successfully 10 foot away, and it also pushes anything that's not uh, secured 10 foot away. So any objects, okay. so speakers, oh, God, like the tables, and the tables. <laughs> uh, no, chandeliers are attached, they're all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The thunderous boom, apparently. The the chest full of coins isn't attached to the floor, however, so you may have shifted that a bit. Um, so, that's good. That's so, been a commotion. That's true. Sean and Reg, you both take 10 points of damage. Um, so the two the two guys who are, one who was on the ground going, my eyes, my beautiful eyes, he gets thrown across the they room cry. and is he ain't he ain't so good no more. Um, and the guy that was standing is no longer standing because he was thrown across the room to crash through a table, very messy, also very much done for the day. Um, and your uh, the, the 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 big bad standing in the middle, although he isn't thrown across the room, he does lose his balance as the chest he was positioning himself on is thrown off of the dais and hits the ground, <laughs> spilling spilling cash and coins around it, and he falls down next to it, having taken a chunk of damage too. So. Fairly effective at clearing out the middle of the field. Okay. Good work. Well, I'm Only a chunk of damage. I'm still running at that guy uh, with every intention to shank him. Okay, well, bear in mind he's moved 10 foot further back now as well. Yeah, but so did I. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so you can still get to him. So he's he's basically sprawled out the crowd going... I just, the guy's been so mean to me, and I don't know. I just want to get paid, and I don't know what's the big problem. So I'll deal with Dan later. Uh, right. Okay. So uh, hit DC twenty. <laughs> yeah, that's a hit. That's a hit. Uh, D eight plus two, uh, six points of damage. Okay. So what are you hitting him with? Uh, with my rapier, I'm just going mad at him. I'm just like. Taking shot. There's a guy on the floor. He's like, Dag. <laughs> so yeah, he he takes that damage because he's just on the ground. Going, ah, ah. Quick question. Yeah. Because because of the fact that I've got um, uh, Jingle McCringle so trained, can I get him out? He's he's in a cage and he's by the door because you threw him through the door, so he's not close enough to you. Yeah, I don't think he's in a position to fight. You'd be there like. Ah. No. <laughs> Don't worry, I am well aware of where Jingle McCringle is during this fight. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Rage in a minute, Dan. So the there's two of the guys who were who were guarding the 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 captives over at the side who are now heading over to you because they realize that they suddenly are on the losing side of this and actually want to try and help out a bit. So one comes running uh, towards you, Dan, because you're on that side closest to where they are. Um, and takes a swipe at you. Okay. And it's a 13. Uh, oh, AC 12. It's only a dagger, and it is only three points of damage. I so mean, it's just a, 
it's calm. It's not re- it's nearly karma. It's not all the way down. <laughs> karma if it was a battle axe and it put ten points of damage in him. But yeah, three points. Just a little just a scratch. And then it's but a scratch. And then who's up who's up next? Uh Daddy is mm-hmm. Um Come on, Daddy, do something magical. Okay. I will walk alongside Dan. And go one two one two sound check and thunder wave. <laughs> <laughs> Level one or two? <laughs> Level two, why not? Yeah, why not? I'm you're going you're standing next to me. You're not behind yeah, me. The cube goes in front of me. So Good. perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. So who are you? Which which direction are you? Who are you thunder waving? I'm thunder waving the guy attacking Dan in front of Dan. So I'll be on Dan's right side. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who I'm going to get in that, but if you Wait, that's it's... yeah. I was going to say, okay. Uh, am, am I? Am I in there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to die by friendly. Again, second time. kind of gone around to cast this. <laughs> cool, that's all right. As long as I'm not. <laughs> how, how much damage, Daddy? Uh, it's a DC twelve. Oh, don't worry. He's already failed that. Okay. Uh, Twelve points of damage. Yeah, yeah. This this guy who took a swipe did a little. He did a little bit of damage. He felt good about himself for about three seconds, and then you thunder waved his 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 corpse his corpse across the room. He was dead before he left the ground, um, <laughs> and he goes flying away. Uh, and if there's one, if there's, is the one left, I'll just point at him and go stop it. <laughs> He's he's not he's not happy with himself. He's thinking, <laughs> why did I make I made some poor choices in my life? Um, okay. Uh, right. So Francois, it so there's the big bad left one other guy, and that's it. Yeah, as far as you're aware, in this room, that is right. That's right. Okay, so, so I'll, I'll turn. I ask you to do something about the big bad because he's about to kill me. Yeah, um, I'll turn to um, I'll turn to Dan and Doddy. Um, and be like Thunderwave and clap. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> 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 I I haven't got any any like damage uh, spells. I didn't think we were doing combat after our conversation. So I'm gonna. Uh, how close am I to the big bad? Uh, well, you're. I guess at this point, because you didn't. You did you you flew and attack somebody else, or did you push him away? Yeah, I got thrown with them, I think. Am I yeah. in thirty foot of, of him? Yes. Yeah. Cool. I'll um <laughs> I'll turn and look to the to the big bad and be like, um, there's two snowmen standing in the field. One goes, Can you smell carrots? and cast hideous laughter. <laughs> <laughs> uh is hideous laughter a uh, saving throw or is it an attack yeah. roll? So, uh, hideous laughter. Um, it is a save. So, a creature of your choice that you can see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter if the spell affects it. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. Um, what, what was the DC on it? Uh, so, the DC on this is a 12. Okay, so he rolls an eleven, 
and he, he was already prone because you guys have been wailing on him. And he, he's trying to get to his feet. He's on his knees. And he gets one foot on the ground, like about to push himself up and stand up. And here's your joke. And then grabs his stomach and just keels, just full on pratfall backwards onto his back, just laughing with a sick and twisted laughter that you hope you'd never hear again. <laughs> okay. Um, and also, now, if anyone else uh, does damage to him, so at the end of each turn, in each time it takes damage. It makes another wisdom save and throw. Um, it does have advantage on the save and throw if it's triggered by damage. Um, and on the success, the spell ends. So you can still attack him as long as uh, you know, it's all good, but he, he may fall back down again. Okay. okay. Right, so from what you can see, having completed that, you've still got one guy who's standing by the, the people with a bag to get their money and stuff. He's seen all this go down. And he is he is not getting paid enough to face another thunder wave in the chops. So he takes this sack of cash and goes running for the sort of uh, this big door on the side of this place. Run away with his cash over his head. And <laughs> it's just, it's just in my head, someone's going to thunder wave everyone. Just everyone's getting thunder waved. It's like brutal. It's Bridge is there setting up fucking fireworks and pyrotechnics. Meanwhile, Dan and Dottie are just fucking smushing people against walls. Oh, Jesus. I, I said be bards. I didn't say be fucking battle monsters. I assume <laughs> because Sean was in the party, he played a psychopath again. So I was like, I wanted to outdo him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, if Sean's taking here, I'm gonna I'm gonna thunder wave everybody. So now, um, so he's taken off with a bag of cash, and you see, uh, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of dead people. There is a guy on the floor, crippled with laughter, and you see a lot of the guests who are suddenly not guarded anymore, all standing there, utterly terrified of what's going on. But then you hear a voice from within the crowd. And the voice is just sounds just annoyed, just fed up and frustrated. And he just shouts, "This was meant to be easy." <sighs> and, and the kind of the crowd kind of parts around him a bit, and you see a normal-looking human, just wearing quite a nice outfit. He's one of the guests. You recognize him. He's one of the guests. He wasn't on the council, but he was obviously an influential chap because people were, you know, schmoozing, rubbing elbows. And he just looks so just fed up. And he's like, you pay some guys to come in and do a job, make it clean. And we hired a band, a band of, of, of just combat psychos, thunder wave and stuff. It was a, it's a simple, simple heist. And you guys come in and just, just smash the place up and you kill a bunch of guys. I mean, granted, it saves the fee. I mean, don't pay them until they're dead, but uh, just this is just not what we had arranged. <laughs> and he raises his hands, and he claps loudly. And cast Thunderwave. No, he doesn't cast Thunderwave. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was rejected it. <laughs> yeah. But he claps, and as he claps, you notice the chest of cash begin to... F- levitate it sort of picks up off the floor most of the money is still inside of it and it begins floating towards the door um and he just steps forward and he's like i didn't want it to come to this 
I don't like to get my hands dirty. Look at me. But I'm taking this money. I, I, I'm not having some podunk folk music. I, big, big, picking trumpet. But I'm not having you come in and ruin a plan that's taken a year to put together with an untraceable crew and a huge pot of cash. And just you've just you've just ruined it, and we're um, we're getting we're going now, and I'm just oh gonna have to move, gonna have to get a new identity. You've ruined it, and he claps again louder this time, and a bunch of guys come running in through that door as the chest floats through it, out of it, and we're going to go back into initiative order. As this guy is making a way to the door, and a few guys are coming in with their swords drawn at you. Right, I've got a plan. Uh, right, where's my initiative? There is. Come on. Come on. Oh no, are we keeping same order? Well, we can we can reroll initiative because combat did stop periodically after you. That would be good because I don't want to go first. Uh, ten. <laughs> ten. Oh come on! I roll the one, which gives me plus three four. Um, <laughs> Not okay. one. I rolled a five again. <laughs> Dotty, Sean, Reg Dan? Yep. Okay. Well, there are four men who have run in. Similar kind of get up to the guys that were here before, but look a bit hard. Look a bit. They wouldn't have passed as fancy waiters in a, an event like this. These are actual definite grunt mercenaries. Like these are these guys have seen fights all over before, and they come in at you. And um, although they're running in, Dotty, you will get the first action here. What is uh, that guy wearing the guy who did the talking. Yeah, very fine robes. Anything metallic? It's got some jewelry, some rings, maybe a, a kind of a nice like chain. You know, like a like a mayor would wear in the modern world, but it's just kind of standard in posh Faerun society. Uh. I know a ring is a bitch to get off at the best of times. <laughs> I will go, excuse me, can I interrupt you for a minute? And then cast heat metal on the ring. Jesus. It's going to stop him clapping. <laughs> Give us some flavor. Are you heating that ring? What happens? Uh... She's a manufactured metal object such as metal suits, metal that you can see from range. You can choose the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage when you cast a spell. Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, it's fair to say he's in he's in contact with the item, so 2d8 sounds about right. I can use that as a bonus action as long as he's wearing it on my next turn to do it again. <laughs> Seven points of fire damage. So he, you see his, he kind of, he's making his way out the door quite hurriedly, and you see him kind of look at his hand and be like, ah, ah, and he sort of, he looks at you, because you chatted across to him, and he's like, and he, he holds up kind of a middle finger whilst clutching his hand in utter <laughs> agony, as he sort of, just kind of sweating profusely and still making his way for the door. But you see him kind of, for a split second, you think, is he going to cut his finger off? Like he's like looking at like, but he doesn't, and he heads outside. And it's like um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, 
as he gets just outside of the door, he plunges it into some snow. <laughs> Steam coming off his hand. That's fine. up. So I quietly and discreetly walk over uh, to Jingle McCringle. Okay. Is I that a cage? I open, He's the, I open the cage. I hand him my magic loot, which is glowing at this point. And I say to him, it was you all along. You was the chosen one. <laughs> You're a wizard, Jingle. So Jingle, he, he climbs out of the cage. A bit shaken up. You did throw him through a door. Um, I think it's fair to say it's not his best day ever. He takes the glowing loot, looks at it, looks at you. There's a moment, a connection, <laughs> where you think you know what he's thinking. As he turns and walks back into the green room and gets himself a plate of food. <laughs> puts the loot down gently on the floor. Shuts the door behind him. Starts, just starts plating up and having oh. a snack. He was supposed to run over to the guy with the loot and there was supposed to be this big finale explosion of, of like... Wait, did you give Jingle McCringle a bomb? <laughs> <laughs> was, your, was your magic loot a suicide bomb? Because that is not cool. That's not cool. Deep, deep down, Jingle could sense that and was not happy about it. Jesus. <laughs> he's, he's plating up. He does not care for your shenanigans right now. He has got a bad headache. <laughs> Explosive. Wow! Wow! <laughs> he's just put it down on the floor gently, hoping it doesn't explode, and uh, he's getting himself a fine meal. Uh, and Reg, you're up. <laughs> okay. Um, so, as I was just looking, I didn't realize that um, that yeah, I forgot I could do normal attacks just because like unarmed strike or something like that. Well, I've got a weapon. Well, I'd start obviously because I'm a you know I'm a bard and a I'm a I'm a manly man. Birdly right. man? Um, man? Manly bird. Manly bird. Bird man. Over here. Um, so I've got my morning star. Nice spike mace. Because uh, I use it as my microphone. So, you know, in combat, I can... I was just about to ask you, why would a lead singer of a band carry a morning star? Thank you, Reg, for answering my question. So I take a look at the guy who is closest to me, but enough of it to give me a bit of a run-up to him. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> and then I'm just going to here comes Francois here comes Francois here comes Francois Buntimus and then just twat him around the side of the head with a morning star I will happily take an attack roll please uh, and oh eight plus one nine and you're a swing and a miss sir so uh, it looks great it looks oh, great yeah. the song is it um, sorry I've completely forgot I rolled damage dice then I've got to roll to hit, haven't I? <laughs> you can roll to hit, yeah. <laughs> uh, 15 plus 3, 18. Okay, that one is a hit. So if you want to re-roll some damage dice, that's all good. Oh, man, I hit top damage on that one as well. Now it's nowhere near as cool. Now it's 3. <laughs> okay. So you run up and you club this. You give him a little sing-song. For a second, he's kind of like... That's like this tune. And then, whoomph, straight in the gut, and he doubles over. Um, yeah, he didn't like that very much. <laughs> oh, but that was my hit single. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're up, Dan. You're up. 
All right. Well, my the plan that I had is um has kind of been steamrolled. I was I was gonna use the commotion to slyly go over to um my my fellow gnome and free him. I was gonna let him out, but I don't need to now. He's so, getting uh, He's fine. He is. He's quite happy there. Uh, I'm thinking of joining him, but at the same time, don't know. Our fans demand our attention. So um, let me see. I think I'm going to take a swipe at the main guy with my uh, with my shawm because that looks pretty sturdy. Main guy's made it through the door, so you have oh, okay. to other other guys are in your way. Okay, let's just take take on whoever's closest. Right, generic thug number three. Yes, that's the one. Oh, so, what do I what do I roll on this? What are you hitting him with? Uh, my shawm. The hell's a shawm? It's like a big, long, uh, big chunky flute type thing. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like an oboe. That's a straight up melee attack. So, what's that? Dexterity plus. Guessing it's dexterity. Dexterity. So I roll. Oh, eighteen plus two, twenty. I don't matter. That's a hit. Okay. <laughs> you were gonna hit a man with a jazz nice. flute. And then for damage, what do I roll? Um, I mean, I'm guessing it's kind of a club type weapon. So d6 plus strength. Or is that too much? Let's go d6 plus strength. It's a heavy. Okay. It's, a, it's a jazz flute. Okay. D six. Oh, I rolled a one, but my oh my strength is zero. Uh, one. Like <laughs> you run into this guy, you wind up, and it's Aqualung. <laughs> he's like, ow, Jesus. That's it. Cool. Okay. Stop cool. it. Stop Not it cool, now. dude. I'm a fan of jazz flute. Um, right. So one of the um, one of the guys is going to strike at Grunty Bunty. I realize it's not your real name anymore, Buntimus. Mm. Oh, and he he's basically going to roll nothing. I mean, it's a nine. I presume your AC is higher than that. <laughs> so, Grunt, who you've hit in the gut, he kind of oh, tries to stab you with a sword and just misses. Just straight up misses. It's sad. Um, and then, Dan, the guy you hit with the flute, he's a bit cross. Yeah, um, can imagine. And he rolls a 17. Okay, 12. <laughs> okay. And he hits you for uh, three points of damage. Oh, so again, it's a bit of a, with that. bit of a yeah. swipe. Okay, bit down swipe. to fifteen guys. Yeah, I'm And what a plan. Uh, Bonner, remind me where you are. How far away are you? You've not engaged these guys, have you? Because you yeah, went over to free. Yeah. You're way over there. Um, well, the I guess door, then to the door for the back stage. To not leave you feeling left out, Norris, one of the guys is going to come and have a go at you. Yes. Against his better judgment, because you are almost 10 feet tall, and this guy's a normal human. And he's probably thinking, he runs up to you with his sword, thinking the whole way through that it's probably a mistake, but he's committed <laughs> to it. So he's committed to it. Um, and he's going to swing at you with a 16. Yes. Okay. And you're going to put some damage on you in the form of four points. All right. Just giving you little scratches, little nicks and cuts. Nothing serious. Um, the fourth man who came charging through the door has backed back out of the door to follow his boss. So now I've got the three in the room currently. And we are back at the top of the order. Don't even see the boss from where I am. 
The boss is now outside. He's gone through the door. He's gone out into the snow. So he's he's not in sight because he's gone out and around a corner. Okay. I'll hit this guy. I'll try to. Please be good. Ooh, AC 20. I mean, you know that's a hit. Yeah. This guy's squishy. Oh, I don't know. You could change it. <laughs> uh, eight points of damage. <sighs> yeah, I mean, this guy wasn't hurt before, but he is. He is. Uh, he's not in a good way. He is on his way out. <laughs> not quite. He's clinging on to a momentary hope for life. Um, I'll use my last bardic inspiration to give it to Dan because he's in combat. Kind of. Yep. All right. Next okay. up. Thank you. Uh, I follow Jingle. <laughs> <laughs> but you're supposed to blow up Jingle. <laughs> to, go and, to go and get back my... Um, yeah, your loot. My <laughs> loot, which I notice is glowing even, bright, even brighter now. And as far as I understand, have we even taken any hits to the posh guy yet? The the big guy. He's gone. He's outside. He's gone. No. He's, he's gone outside. I've hit him. Right. The- so I'm gonna I pick up my loot. Uh, I just I just glare at Jingle. <laughs> Jingle said, Jingle stares you right back in the eyes while shoveling yeah. cured meat into his mouth. <laughs> That's it. I say, I say something like, "Fine, I'll do it," and then I uh, I follow the big bad with my increasingly glowing <laughs> what seems like a bomb. <laughs> Is this the when you say big bad? Do you mean the the new robed big bad, not the guy who's laughing hysterically on the floor? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's outside, so you'd have to get past this current set of combat to get to the door to get outside. As they, okay, so uh, this is how I, I see it planning out. They, they, the guys that are fighting as I walk to towards them, clearly going in a certain direction. They see that this this thing is glowing more and more violently. It's actually starting to like shake. So they just like <laughs> just like backing away, like making this little like <laughs> like gap like, like Ace Ventura two where he goes shakaka. <laughs> To, to walk through with this 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 angry magical uh, instrument, you could you could move. Basically, it would take your turn at full pelt to get to you know just past this combat near where the door is. So you can do that. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. All right, cool. Who next? Okay, so it's me, wasn't it? Um, so I've got that guy who's still in front of me. Um, so I'm gonna. Just basically look at him, spread my wings, fly up just a tiny little bit so my talons are at his face. Oh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> um, so it's like, yeah. Um, and then I'm just like, come fly with me and just start scratching the shit out of him while trying to grab him. Can I say, I like, I like the idea that you're going to say, come fly with me. And rather than pick him up, and do something <laughs> elaborate. You're going to say, come fly with me, and then scratch his fucking face off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, um, no, I'm here for it. Don't let me try and dissuade you. I mean, if you want to claw the man's face off, that is your prerogative. Uh, if I if I picked him up, though, and flew with him, 
Is that possible? Because I, 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 yeah, I could grapple, can't I? Yeah, if, if you're I, a strong bird man. Yes, I can grapple. Actually, in co- actions in combat, I can grapple. Oh, fucking yes. And improvise. <laughs> that's both. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, I'm just going to grapple. I'm going to run at him, try and grapple him. Uh, and while I'm doing it, I, my uh, shit, I can't fly for grapple, though, can I? Cause well, it depends. Are you gonna? Are you thinking about flying and grabbing him with your taloned feet, or are you thinking about grabbing him and then? Yeah, I'll do that. That sounds okay. that sounds more like it. Right. And I could be like, as I pick him up and I start flying up, I get as high as I can, ceiling. I'm like, you're flying without wings, and just let go. Don't no, <laughs> don't don't get ahead of yourself, Chappie. You got to roll a contested strength roll first. I know. This, this man, is what this, I say. This, this man don't want to get picked up. They don't want to get picked up. By a giant scary um, bird man. Now, because I put everything in performance rather than strength, my strength throws aren't. Is it a strength throw? Is it a save and no. throw? Straight down, no, just straight up strength roll. Uh, strength, straight up strength roll. Oh, 15 plus 1. 16. I like the way I had to check the plus one what the equal was then. I was like, it's 15 plus 1, which is. Uh, oh, this, guy, this guy put in an effort. But I let him down because I rolled a five. So you pick him up by the shoulders. He is instantly panicked because he knows you're about to fly him up into the ceiling. And then is he dropping him? Yeah, that, that's the plan. Um, if I pick him up, I can flick it up. How far did I move to get to him? Uh, not your full movement because you weren't that okay. far away from so him. If, so if I can... If I can um, find a, like a the set of stairs or something that it's just going to be really painful to land on instead of the ground just like on a chair or like well, this is, <laughs> some stairs this so is, breaks his back. this is one it's one flat one level so there's no staircase that you're aware of but let's say i mean your stage. your movement rates what is your well yeah but you could drop on the edge of the stage that's pretty savage on the edge of the um, stage. That's, that's my plan well you like, I mean, so hey, you're, Bono, you're moving dive <laughs> Is your movement 40? It's not. It's nowhere near. <laughs> it's okay. 25. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, either way, I mean, yeah, you can you, basically you can grab him by the shoulders, take off a bit, and then fling him at the corner of the stage. That's fair That'll enough, do. I say. Um, <laughs> roll, roll me some unarmed damage, because I'm going to imagine that you're throwing him, and therefore you're going to inflict some. Okay, unarmed strike. Uh, my talents do have, a, have their own melee attack. Well, this is going to be just a, you're lobbing him at something, so we're going to go with this. Oh, no, that's two hit. Hang on, let me actually do it properly. Uh, two, unarmed strike is only a two. I don't roll for that, apparently. It's just unarmed strike damage is two. Okay, is, uh, and what's your strength modifier? Uh, one. So you you throw. I mean, he's already been. You've already wounded him in the first place. So he's not in the. He's not like a hundred percent anyway. Uh, you've just picked him up. He's pissed himself, and you have thrown him at the stage. And he's landed on the corner of the stage. And although he's not dead, you you probably broke his back. Like you've definitely ended his mercenary career. That's for certain. <laughs> and deep inside yourself, you don't really feel great about it because you didn't just kill the guy. You crippled the guy. And that doesn't feel, that's not, that ain't the way, but... He can't provide for the family. Well, he shouldn't have have joined this group of mercenaries. 
There's I'm good, honest what... work out there. That's one way of looking at it. That's one way of looking at it. But Francois Buntimus, can he reconcile with that? It's up to him. Yeah. That's, that's your journey. Right. Um, as long as I can have like a golden statue at the end of this of <laughs> me <laughs> doing that move, <laughs> doing that move, I'll commission it with my own gold because, you know, I'm a lead singer, so I can do that. Yeah. I'll tell them what I want, and that's the image I want. <laughs> so you want you want the output from this event that's gone horribly wrong, which you guys have then fought and murdered people. You want the output to simply be you, a gold statue of you throwing a man at a stage. That's <laughs> the front cover for the album. That's true. <laughs> that, that's true. That's it. And I, would say. I, I want the image of him like with his back being broken across the edge of the stage as the new symbol that swings above the uh, the the actual like name of the bar place we're at. I'm not sure I'm not sure you are gonna <laughs> attract the right crowd with that, if I'm honest. But hey, it's your business. It's your band. It's your band. It, it, it's how I'm reckon it's how I'm dealing with it. Instead of being all emotional about it, I'm just going all out. Fair enough. So that was Francois. Slaughter and Man on stage. Yeah, and I believe you're up next. <laughs> How do I follow that? <laughs> um, uh, again, I see. I don't feel like I've got that much to offer this battle. Oh God, I'm going to get thunderwaved again. <laughs> no, that's what I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> at least, well, at the current the current state of so you've okay. got one guy who's just about dead at Dottie's feet. You've got one guy who's not yet dead, and one guy who ran out after his boss into the snow. Okay, I mean the person who's almost dead, he's he's not gonna, he, he, he's not gonna attack again, is he? He's so, in a bad way. Exactly. Um, we've got the guy who's crippled. Um, but I've I've I mean all I've got, there's no point in me doing a thunder wave because there's literally one guy and I'm gonna probably hurt my my band as much as I hurt that one guy. Um, again. Yeah, all I've really got is is you know musical instruments. I didn't bring any weapons because I didn't know we were going to be fighting. Well, well so, it's up to you. I'm I mean, just going to... I'm just going to try... I'm going to intimidate that last guy into giving up. He just right. saw what happened to his mate. He saw that he just <clears throat> had his uh, had his spine snapped by some gigantic bird man. Bird man? Yep. Um... I I think at this point he's probably quaking in his boots, right. and then this gnome walks up to him and rolls a sixteen plus four, a twenty on intimidation, and says, he, "I think yeah. I think you might want to reconsider your life choices here, sir." He he looks at you. He listens to your words. He looks at the man at Dottie's feet who's bloodied and bruised. He looks at the man who's got a broken back. <laughs> and he looks at his boss who's crippled in laughter over in the center, just rolling around having the time of his life, or so it would seem. Um, and he kind of just puts his sword on the ground and just goes... <laughs> goes to join uh, the the elf. Yeah. Grabs a plate of meat. <laughs> he, just, he just walks over. He just sits on the dais and just like puts his hands on his lap and just like... I will wait here. <laughs> It'd be funny if you walk into the crowd and went, do you want to dance? <laughs> He's just going to sit there and wait for whatever justice happens, but hopefully it won't wind up with him being murdered. Um, so as far as you can see, if it's a minute, combat is over. But what you then see, the, the commotion from the crowd of prisoners who are no longer prisoners, they all kind of go, 
and look at the center and see the man laughing and see the dais, and one of them goes, the War Orphan Fund. Oh, no. And one of the committee members, one of the weakest, wettest members of the committee, runs up to you, Dottie, because you're closest, and he's about half your height. Um, and he's like, please, you have to get the money back. You have to. We need it for the orphans. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine he's just got hold of me. I was like, yes, I understand. As I'm walking, but he's holding on. And he's Please. dragging me. Yeah. The orphans. <laughs> okay, come on, guys. So we, we run out the door. Francoise, I, I think you need to you need to take an aerial view to be able to hopefully see where they've got to. Has anybody got dark vision in this group? Uh, yeah, 60-foot yes. dark vision. Excellent. Those with dark vision can see speeding away in the snow is a sleigh being pulled by uh, hoofed animals um, and on the back of the sleigh is a chest and in front of it you can see the one mercenary who decided to not fight you and the robed man smacking away trying to ride this sleigh out of town guys 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 have you got animal I've got sleigh part of my backstory I've, I've also got a sleigh because it's a Christmas special so I was like <laughs> we're definitely going to need a sleigh I've got one I, I go back and grab Jingle because Jingle rides my sleigh Okay. <laughs> I hook to the sleigh and I say follow that follow that follow the sleigh <laughs> and Sorry. also out of interest um Doddy, you probably might be able to help maybe a bit more with this one. Skyright. Wow. Oh, okay, Dave. DM over here. <laughs> it's all right, sorry, Dave. It's just because I... No, I, it's fine, I, Rich. It's fine. You, no, you ask your question, it's fine. No, no, Dave, uh, the spell Skyright. Mm-hmm. It says, you cause up to ten words to form in a part of the sky you can see. The words appear to be made of cloud and remain in place for the spell's duration. Mm-hmm. The words dissipate when the spell ends. However, a strong wind can dispense the cloud and then dispel early. <clears throat> what is the point in that spell? Does it? If, if I tell, Sending if messages. I write, yeah, if I write and say, "Stop fucking running," will they go? Oh, that's a stop. We better stop running, or is it just for show? I mean, given what your rest of your spells do, Reg, I think it's pretty much just for show. <laughs> <laughs> cool. It's so, just. Okay. Just because it's a level two. <laughs> Sorry. Wanted so, to know what, what I was doing with it. Just so, how, are we successful in chasing him? Well, we're all we're all in the sleigh right now, yeah. Yeah. Jingle, okay. Jingle's pulling we, us. I I cast thunder wave behind us, just to give <laughs> us a good like you know like a nos boost, <laughs> and then we just like. Uh, are you gonna uh, warn Jingle first, or uh, is this a surprise for Jingle? <laughs> <laughs> Jingle, hold on to your bells. So, D- uh, Dave, when we get close enough, well, first off, let me just let me just set the scene here because uh, Dan has turned on the spot, cast Thunderwave behind you, and effectively <laughs> caused a shockwave to hit the ground, kick up snow up into the sky as your sleigh takes off for a minute, yeah, and into the sky hits the snow and it's moving at a speed which is not appropriate for a sleigh of this style very fast 
And you've also just caused a lock-in now in that place we've just left because <laughs> that wave of snow has just blocked the doors. <laughs> so uh, they're back to okay, the okay. now. Uh, I, I, I cast, cast level one thunder wave. I didn't waste a level two. Dave, I cast Christmas spirit to uh to ride the sleigh. Oh. Oh, and it does. And it's yeah. a smooth ride. It's oh. fast, but it's a smooth ride. Have we caught them up now? You are in a in a traditional car chase style. You are just behind them, just to the side, sort of edging up to the close them. Can I cast? Uh, can I cast sky right then? And put uh, and put. Can I, can I use ten words? Um, oh yeah. You're on the naughty list. Um, silly little fucker. Wow. Yeah. It's That's, it's bold. That's what I just want to write <laughs> on there. So you, um, you, you cast it up into the sky, and um, albeit dark, the, the clouds are they're weirdly illuminated almost, magically so. And <laughs> they see them on there, and the mercenary looks to his uh, patron, and the patron looks at him, and he's like, just just go do the, just, just go get them. Just go get them. And the, the mercenary's like, just pointing at the clouds, like you—you you can't hear what they're saying, but it seems like the mercenary is saying, "The guy's just written in the fucking sky. I'm not going to go and fight these guys." And the patient's like, "Just go and fight the guys. Go and fight them, or you'll get paid." See the mercenary kind of like go, with oh, that look of like, if you could say anything in this moment, it would be, "I'm not getting paid enough for this shit." And he <laughs> takes his his uh, dagger that he's got in his teeth, buccaneer style, and he sees your sled coming, and he jumps for your sleigh. Off the back of his. Oh. Why? <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to ignore that whole thing. Well, uh, Donnie, I'm going to. I'm going to because you said that, and because you're also you're a giant, and you've got a giant club. I'm going to give you an opportunity attack if you can smack him with your club as he comes in at your sleigh. Fucked him away. <laughs> it is possible. <laughs> I'm loving this dice tonight. AC twenty one. Yes. I love the crossbow in the room. Yeah. Roll, Don't, me, roll me some damage. Eight, eight points of damage. You like Happy Gilmore? It like take a step forward. <laughs> Just swing. So, so this guy has the knife in his teeth, and begrudgingly he jumps from their sleigh onto yours, and as he's coming in, arms out. I, like that, you see his face change as he sees Dottie winding up for a big swing, and his face goes from like you know aggressive mercenary to oh no 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 no, as Dottie whaps him off the side, and you just see him go crashing into the snow as your sleigh rolls away. Does he make a little? Does he make a little swamp? Uh, there's a, a person-shaped imprint. I've got two words left to sky right. Can I just write swamp in the uh, <laughs> class? Just behind it, like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump forwards onto Jingle's back to try and get as much as as close as I can to the plane. <laughs> <bridge. laughs> <laughs> Jingle, Jingle hasn't been degraded enough, so you're like, I'm gonna ride you there, you little gnome bastard. <laughs> so while you're while you're, imagine a Goliath on the back of this, like. No. Well, yeah, it's a big bat on the sleigh ahead of you turns and he sees what's going on and he throws a fireball at the front of your sleigh. Shit. And it hits the corner 
and it flips your sleigh because the speed you're going. So I need each of you, please, to do an athletics check. Mm. Okay. Does it make a difference that I'm not on the sleigh at this point? I'm on Jingle. He's flipped as well. Uh, everyone's flipped. It's yeah. a big boom. Why would he flip? Because he's tiny. If the if the sleigh's flipped, he flips as well. Yeah, but he's attached to it. I mean, it would snap. I I will let you roll whichever is higher because it's athletics. But if you're acrobatic, you might be able to pull this off. Okay, good. good. Acrobatics is plus three. Yeah, acrobatics is plus three for me too. That's right. Mike. Let's go for that one. Uh, Fifteen. Twelve plus three. Fifteen. Fifteen. One more roll in athletics or acrobatics. Whichever one whichever is higher. higher. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense if you're mounting a, uh, a, a no. Fourteen, more. Francois. Okay, Doddy. Twenty-two. Jesus Christ! Right, so you go up in you go up in the air. Dan, you manage to grab onto the back of the sleigh, but it's kind of dragging your boots in the snow as you're going. Their sleigh, or oh. on, on to, onto his onto the enemy's sleigh. So you manage to jump off as it throws you and grab it. Dotty, you managed to do it slightly more gracefully, and because of the level of that roll, I'm going to give you one chance to catch the two guys who did not roll as well to bring them onto the sleigh as well. So what I'm going to need from you is I'm going to need an athletics check for each of the two guys, and we're going to say AC... uh, We're going to say AC 14. Fucking hell. To catch each guy. You can choose which order you're doing it in. Right. No, no bonuses on this. It's just straight roll. Athletics check. Oh, athletics check. Mm-hmm. Athletics, all right. Uh, Do you catch it first? Do you catch it first? Build suspense. Who wants to go first? <laughs> oh. Of course, Barno does. Then he looks after him for himself. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen. So you put a hand out, and you just catch Bono. So he drags himself in the snow, but you got a hold of him. And then Francois. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> no. So you go to you go to grab Francois Buntinus and you miss. However, Francois, in this moment, as this act of courage that you have seen, it inspires you, and you realize you have wings. You've, you've got wings. <laughs> <laughs> so, Do so wings. if you want. You can unfurl those bad boys and take to the sky. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going to do. Francois okay. In the air. I have a move. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw this out there. Okay. So I'm waving me forward. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. So basically, we're we're pretty well known for our amazing encores when we perform, and we, we have this we have this move where, um, I mean, but what's your surname? Francois Bunt Bunt. Buntimus. So Buntimus basically unfurls his wings and he grabs onto my shoulders with his talons and he flies up and then um and then I do like the final solo of the show on my on my horn. Uh, and everyone's like, That's amazing. So I'm holding onto the back of the sled and I turn turn around and see Buntimus there and I shout out, Encore and he knows exactly exactly what I want. Dog puncher. He fly, yeah, flies up to me, grabs onto my shoulders, lifts me up above the sled as I face downwards and cast 
Thunderwave directly down at the sleigh with the bad guy on. The other guys know, as soon as I said Encore, they know to jump off. They know to just jump so they won't get harmed. And I cast my other... uh, I've got one more second level spell slot. Cast Thunderwave directly down at them. I... I'd like you to roll me some damage. Okay. Because I want to see how big this goes. This is three, yeah, three, three, D8. Uh, where are we? Got it. 19. Even if they've survived, that sled hasn't. No, so so this is how it plays out. So Francois Buntemus takes you by the shoulders, lifts you up as you shout encore. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Bono and Norris jump off the back. As gracefully as you can when you're a nine-foot-tall giant. And you cast Thunderwave down onto the front of the sled as the as the man driving it, hell-bent on getting out of there, looks back up at you like, huh? And your Thunderwave is so effective, it causes the front of the sled to explode. Yes. And it goes... As, as me and Bono jump off, can we go left and right of the chest and grab it and jump with it? You definitely can. So you take that chest into the snow with you as the front of the sled explodes. And it is a sight to behold as pieces of it go all over. And the man who was driving it is embedded into the earth with a force. He's not, you can't make a dexterity saving three. He's driving a sled. He's taking all that damage. <laughs> so he gets driven into the ground and the sled explodes. And you're there soaring just above it. <laughs> and you are there in the snow with a chest full of treasure having succeeded in preventing the theft. Unless, of course, you choose to keep this gold, and then the theft continues because you've stolen it all. Before we make that choice... the orphans, right? Guys, before we make that choice, can I just point out, are we all together now by this chest? All four? Yep. Um, The sun is rising in the the background. What happened to my magical exploding loot that was getting, like, violently shaking? (laughs) Well, Well, you still got it. You're still holding it as far as yep. I was aware. And I'm you still that guy inside like... who's uh, still laughing inside. So when we take it in, you can pass him the loop. Yeah. Send him on his way and make it go. I think it's going off. <laughs> so are you taking this chest back? Or... I, I'm yeah. going to loot at the chest. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I mean, really? Or... And then invite the orphans to come around and actually, like, like, like Scrooge McDuck it into the no, chest. No, 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 <laughs> swim in the coin. Who's the strongest? Sure. The strongest. Yeah, I've got plus plus one with strength. Plus yeah. zero. Uh, plus two. Uh, Reg? Mm-hmm. What was yours? Plus, plus one. one. Okay, I'm going to hand uh, the... Vi- the violently vibrating uh, magical loot to Doddy uh, to Doddy's character and ask him if he can throw it as hard as he can up into the sky <laughs> you have to get I'm a bird I just flew it up but, yeah you know we'll get him to throw it instead <laughs> okay um, I'm going to throw it at the remains of the sled imagining like the, the guys kind of crawling out of it just like I'll kill you as it as go. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I won't make you roll to, to throw it because you're you're a big guy. You can throw a loot if you want to. So you throw it. It lands over the remains of the sled, and the guy who has been put into the ground by Dan's thunderwave manages to kind of open up one eye and go, huh? As it goes off. So following the explosion of the thunderwave on the sled, there's now an explosion of a loot, which did you set out to make a magical loot that was explosive? Because that feels like a weird character choice, I'm honest. <laughs> magical Christmas loot, so there's going to be like candy canes and stuff flying out of it. And pain. Yeah. So that goes off as a massive explosion. With a big bang. Uh, and as you stand there, this wreckage with a chest of gold, you hear the sound of approaching sleds. And roll initiative. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, jeez. There are a few. The committee that you recognize from putting on the concert arrive in a very fancy sled pulled by very ugly animals. Um, not quite deer, not quite ox. Somewhere in between. Possibly magical. Um, the kind of thing that only the crazy rich in Room would put together. Um, and they slide up. And they say, the chest, you did it. You saved it for the orphans. And they kind of look at you and they go, what? We hope. Yes. yes. I um I disguise self um and change myself into Father Christmas and be like, it is the most truly magical time of the year, is it not? I uh, <laughs> I put I put loot back in I put um uh, I I put jingle back in the cage and say you owe me a fucking loot. <laughs> will you will you play an encore for us? Yes. Will we play an encore? Are we st- are we still getting paid? Of course, oh, of course. Yeah. Then, sure. I mean, we did just do our encore, but I suppose we could give you one more. Can I we think... have one that's less violent than that one? Mm. <laughs> no, no we can't promise. You that's knew it. what you were getting into when you booked us. We, we always play the crowd. It's too little, too late now. We're going with what we're having. Yeah. So they they play us out. Escort you back. They they take you on your their sled back because yours is now in pieces. Um, both of them are in pieces so they take you back and as you arrive back at the hall to thunderous thunderous applause as you are the saviors <laughs> I'm also... happen again <laughs> protect myself from thunder wave <laughs> you are the saviors and the most kick-ass band uh, in this area they want you back on stage for the encore and with that the party then continues without a hitch it is the arguably the best or worst concert of your life depending on how you measure it Dave, is the, do you know, remember that um, uh, that audience member that sacrificed himself because I asked him to? Is <laughs> he at the back in the corner as a force ghost watching the encore? <laughs> and we just posed like, uh, this one's for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can do that, but he's just in the corner covered by a sheet. It's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Next to a guy who's just laughing his head off. <laughs> but as, yeah, as you're playing out, as you're playing out, you just see the one mercenary who you didn't kill just sitting there like kind of tied up a little bit by the guys just having a little boogie to himself in his seat and the other guy just laughing his ass off like it's the yeah. best thing he's ever seen because no one's dealt with him he's just there he's laughing the paralyzed one have... is lying facing the wall going someone turn me around I want to see and with that the bare naked bards have saved Christmas they have saved the war orphans fund and they have saved a kick ass encore for the end of their party and your adventure comes to an end going to be a green Christmas for me. Merry Christmas to all. That was to all. That's a nerd OD&D for you. <laughs> that was a Christmas miracle. That, I love that it. was. That was that, that was fantastic. That was awesome. Thank you so much for running that. 
Nope. <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you, Dottie, for filling in the crowd on the rules that I knew but didn't want to yeah, take away from. Yeah. I appreciate that. That was he needs uh, to give Dottie something to do. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Um, my my standout highlights. My standout highlights in that game were uh, Sean smashing a door open with a caged creature, a caged <laughs> sentient creature. Um, uh, Dan, without any hesitation, thunder waving his own people. Like <laughs> first they action, they got like, told. I, they told me to do it. It was like your he first combat cool. action, Dan. Okay. Like your first oh, combat no. action was I'm a thunder wave this cute people, which I know most of them. <laughs> it was great. Dotty, standout moment for me was you um, fully batting a guy away from a sled at high speeds. That was excellent. Um, and Reg. Reg, I think it has to be fairly obvious that for, for you, it was picking a man up with your claws and throwing him across the room in the most savage way you could have done it. So, well played to you all. If we were carrying these characters on, you'd get all the XP. I'd be making it rain XP. But as we're not, you have to take this gratification with you to Christmas uh, and keep you warm. But thank you for playing. Thank, thank you very much, everybody. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Same time next year. Thank you.